0: This is the Beyond the Story podcast, a show that goes way beyond the story. And now, Sebastian Frost! Cody Oaks, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Thanks for having me, man.
0: Hey, thanks for for being here. You look like quite the podcaster there.
1: Yeah, I got uh, I got my wall set up. I got my microphone and my webcam, so.
0: We turned you into a podcasting machine. Love it. <laughs> I love it. So you just got your show launched. Really proud of what you've done and what you're doing with it. And you're rocking and rolling over there. So keep up the great work. And in that conversation, I said, you know what, man? Our very first conversation you and I had, we connected on Facebook. And uh, we had a real uh, like 45-minute conversation. You unpacked your entire like story of how you started doing what you're doing right now which is actively working in the world of foreclosures to to help people literally save their home or create a better solution for them in the event they were losing their home and it all started with like the hobby of like let's let's do a rehab and let's and one thing led to another and then you saw this gigantic need which it is the banks don't want you to save your house. They don't want you to know all this stuff on. your, and you said, you know what, I need to go and do something. So I said, let's let's get you on the podcast, man. I want to I want to talk about what you and I initially had a conversation about, which was how you got started with all this. So for context purposes, let's back up. Let's help our listeners better understand um exactly what you do and let's go into really how the whole story started with a with with a, a simple flip.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this uh like you and I were talking about when I originally got into this. We were just doing small little rehabs with me and my father, um, and at that time he was working on a restaurant, and I was uh, I had some some funds in the bank, and I just said, hey, you know what? I'm going to go purchase a house at the auction, right? And uh, so I went to the auction and um, spoke, bought a home, and they tell you, hey, don't go knock on the door, don't go over there until you receive deed. I said, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go over there and speak with a homeowner and come to find out that she, she's she been living in that house for 27 years. It was actually her, uh, it was her parents' house before that. And we ended up purchasing her home from from the auction site and she lost it over $30,000. Um, so she only owed $30,000 total on the house and she was behind on her loan, 18 grand. So I said, well, never again am I going to buy a house from the auction. I'm going to start, you know, it. Called uh, called a few of my buddies and told them it's kind of what we were doing. And I said, uh, you know, I'm going to start helping these individuals because I asked her, hey, you know, why didn't you sell? And, you know, what kind of got you put in this situation? And she explained to me that she opted into uh, a forbearance, which is just a way for the banks to, you know, put your loan on the back end. Right. And when that had happened, uh, she didn't she thought she was going to be able to remodify her loan. And unfortunately, she wasn't. And she owed eighteen grand, and she lost her house over eighteen thousand okay. dollars.
0: And then at that point, what what was your thought process as far as you know what you were going to do to get in there and start inflicting some change in this whole process?
1: Well, the biggest the biggest thing for me was uh, spreading awareness, um, letting individuals know that hey, you do have options, and that there are. You know solutions for you. So uh, I came from a, a finance uh, world, a, a sales solutions world. Um, so that's basically it. Sebastian is, hey, what caused you to be put in this situation, right? And what is your what is your top choices here? And how can we help you? Because unfortunately, you know, there's probably every given month just in the state of Georgia alone there's 500 plus foreclosures and that be that can be because someone is behind on their payments that could be because you know the house was owned by someone else and then they they passed away and the way that the banks have it is they're not going to talk to you so you know if you're not on that deed or you're not on that mortgage and let's just say you're it's in your wife's name she passes you try to contact the banks they don't they don't they don't have the rights nor will they give you any information about that loan, even if you have the money to pay it. Right? Even if you're ready to to pay the money, they make it very difficult for you because you're not the you're not the owner, um, or you're not on the, you're not on the deed, or you're not on uh, the mortgage. So now you have to go through this process of filing paperwork, going through probates, and that could take six to eight months, and your house could be already sold by by then before you even have the chance to be able to just have a, a simple conversation with the bank.
0: So these these forbearance programs are bullshit. They're not even set up to help people be able to keep their home because the bank really holds the keys, pun intended, with this entire process. So people think that technically, and this happened a lot during the pandemic, where people would get in there and, you know, they give people opportunities to, you know, tack you know it looks like you're getting a break on your payments but they're just tacking them on the end of the loan anyhow and in the event they change their mind you can completely go haywire for the homeowner
1: the problem is is that you know people opted into this as a safety as an insurance right i opted into the very program so um the issue there's a few issues it's kind of like the perfect storm um where everything aligns at once well Nobody nobody thought that in 2020 or 2021 or 2022 um that the interest rates were going to, you know, go all the way up to eight percent and they're still climbing. So you got to think when people people are most of the people that purchase homes, they're locked in at a two, three, four percent interest rate. And when they opted into these forbearances, uh, they're thinking, oh, we just remodify my loan, not a big deal. Well, whenever you go and purchase a home, the banks take in DTI, which is debt to income. So, and you got to be within, you know, 40% or or below of your DTI. So, if you have a payment, you know, in 2021 at $1500 a month and an interest rate at 4, but now the interest rates are all the way up to 8, the bank calls you Sebastian and says, "Hey, you know what, are you going to remodify your loan? Yeah, absolutely. Well, now we got you figured in from a 4% to an 8%. What does that do to your payment?
0: It makes it go up.
1: It makes it go up. And then when it goes up, looks like you don't qualify anymore because you, uh, uh, you, you have exceeded that threshold of the, your DTI. Uh, so now your DTI is, you know, showing you at 50%. Yeah. There's nothing that we can do about this. Um, do you have the 20,000 or the the $30,000 that you're behind? No. Okay, well we're going to have to foreclose on your home. And this is happening to 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 people all over the United States and uh you know there's a lot of victims that are out there that you know just thought that they were doing the right thing by their family. They didn't know what was going to happen with COVID and they were using this as a insurance protection and this insurance protection is now costing them everything
0: crazy to, to even know that exists out there but i mean that's the that's the the the, the banking system you know for you in you know, in a nutshell so what are some things that you've done proactively to help people that are in these scenarios where they're about to i mean you've told me a few stories where people are like days away from losing their house and you guys have been able to step in and provide a solution what are some of those things you've been able to do
1: so Every solution is different. And uh, I tell everybody, you know, I don't have a rule book or or guidelines that I have to follow. I kind of make the rules as I go, right? Because at the end of the day, this is all about helping people in certain situations. We've had mortgage lenders who have been doing this for 20 plus years, thinking that this could never happen to them. And I'm knocking on the door. They say, hey, you know, my bank, we're getting it figured out and we're going to reinstate it. And the bank... they're not figuring it out. And they call me a day before. Um, She's a success story uh, as of last month because that particular individual paid off their loan. So we gave them a loan, Um, which is crazy, right? When you think about it, these people are about to go through (laughs) foreclosure and we're over here giving individuals loans. It, It sounds insane, but it's not insane when you break it down and knowing their history. They had three daughters. Um, or two daughters, and she was married. The husband didn't even know that they were about to lose their house. She calls me the day before, and this was the first real deal that I had ever done, um, wow. and it was a loan. And uh, you know what? They they made their 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 payments back perfectly on time, and she was able to to keep her house and also keep three hundred thousand dollars in equity inside her home. If she wouldn't have called me, then I don't know if they would they would still be in that house today.
0: That's so one of the so the the advantage I mean other than being able to see people stay in their home the advantage of being able to do that loan is that obviously you you know you you charge a premium on that loan I mean you're not gouging people like the bank does all the time but you're you that that cuz people always wonder well why in the world would you give a personal loan well I'm going to lend them money knowing that I'm making this much based on the return on my money on that is that how that's usually structured
1: Yeah so it's collateralized it's you know we we hold we hold the house. So basically what we did for her was I now am am, in possession of the home just because it's my collateral. And then at the end of the day, when she pays the house back then or pays the loan back, then I sign over the deed back over to her. Um, So, because obviously, you know, this is a risk. It's a risk on very much risk on, you know, these people are going through, going through challenges and, you know, not every person is a, a person of character um and integrity, yeah. right? So it's a
0: nice way of saying it.
1: Yeah. And and you know what? I mean, obviously we want to be able to do as much as possible to help people out and help families out. Um, so it's all case by case, you know. We are very good and very creative at uh coming up with solutions. Um, and every solution is different, you know. We've We've given loans, we've purchased a home, given them equity, and then kept them inside the home. And now we just own the house and they pay us rent. Um, we have uh, purchased the house outright and relocated these individuals. There's a lot that's going on in, in, in this time. And with, I'm not going to say the name, but with these large institutions that are purchasing homes. They also have a monopoly on the market. And what I mean by that is as far as renters go, there's a huge need for rental homes that are affordable. And some of these applications, because we've literally signed for some of these customers who are saying, hey, you know what, Cody, we just want to get out of the house. We want to take some equity out and we just want to go somewhere else. We want to start over. So we say, hey, you know what? Well, the biggest thing that you're going to run into is... Can you? Because your credit might not allow you to because now they're showing not only on these uh, these these forbearances, but when you opt into that forbearance and they don't remodify you, that hits your credit. And they don't tell you that. So now you have two years or a year of late payment. So what does that do to your credit score? Drops your credit score down. So now if you're going to, jo- to just try to be able to get into a home, a rental house or an apartment, you can't even do that. So what we do is we sign for these individuals and, uh, man, let me tell you, it's, it's pretty difficult. Um, you know, not difficult for us, but there's a lot to it, you know, versus three, four, five, six, seven years ago. Now it's like, it's like almost like you're buying a house just to be able to get approved, to be able to get into a rental and into a a rental home.
0: It's crazy that way. I was just, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say not every, situation that you work with is a cookie cutter situation sometimes the person needs a loan we will collateralize the 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 uh the, the property until the loan's repaid sometimes people just want to get out of the house and want to find a place to live you would even said that you've taken people out of their home to put them in a in another home to rent to put them in a better solution that other home is part of the inventory that you guys have on what you guys do
1: yeah so we have uh we have a nonprofit side that we were really trying to get going. It's called by the door. Um, but that side of it will take an individual's house. Let's say that they want to sell it, um, or it's a probate. And most of these are the ones that we own are through probates, right? So someone passes away and the house is about to foreclose on the family members. Don't have the funds or know the, the specifics to be able to get the house out of foreclosure. Um, so we have a, a team of attorneys that can do that. So, We'll take homes over and um, then we'll relocate individuals and lower their monthly payment. So we actually did that for a customer. Uh, He was needing a loan, but unfortunately, just for his circumstances, he was going to be paying more a month than what he actually makes a month. And I told him, hey, look, I don't want to do this because I don't want to be the person who's coming to you. I'm your savior today, but what happens when you can't make these payments in three, four months? Then what? And that's what I don't want to do. I want to be able to help guide these people almost like a consultant, you know, as much as we can and say, hey, this is this could probably be a better financial decision, right? So we end up lowering his monthly payment by six, seven hundred dollars a month, putting him in the, the same school district and you know, making it easier on him to be able to pay those payments and giving him equity as well uh from his house that he sold to us.
0: Yeah. I mean, these things just don't, I mean, a lot of people will, or a lot of solutions rather that I've heard of when, when people are down and out, I've had friends in this scenario back in the 2008 days. Uh, unfortunately, we may be headed towards back, you know, a similar market with foreclosures. Um, so what you're doing has even more of significance now than, than ever. But, you know, the solutions that I've heard on are very loan shark-ish, if that's even a word, uh, it is now. Uh, And very predatory, just like the banks are doing on these people. You'll have a person that'll come in and offer a solution, but that solution is a is a one person is benefiting from that solution in most cases on here. So what I love that you guys are doing is that it is a win win situation. People get to keep their house, stay in their house, sometimes both, and get the assistance they need. You guys have a business and a service that you offer, so you're obviously able to be compensated based on the structure of the help that you're giving. So that that's a true win win. I absolutely love that, man. And it's no mystery why you're you're doing as good as you're doing with this this type of solution because a people need it, and b. You know, you're a straight shooter offering a fair solution. I remember you told me a story a couple couple weeks back about a guy that only won a couple grand to get himself out of a solution. And you're like, dude, I couldn't even sleep at night if I gave you a couple grand and ended up like 10Xing what the deal ended up being and blew the guy's mind and changed his life forever on there. That's that's gotta be like a never-ending satisfaction uh and feeling when 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 presented with an opportunity to to bless someone like that and do them right and put them in a better scenario.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we do have to make money and we are, we're not trying to come out as predatorial and there's a standard and um character that needs to be met on doing these. So, you know, as as we live in a world where you have social media, anybody can go and bash you, right? And what you, what you find out is it's almost having a seller's remorse, right? Um, we're just psychologically prone to to rethinking or having buyer's remorse, and that's what I don't want to have happen. I don't want to come in as a solution to be able to help somebody, and then say, "Man, you know what? You know, I wish I would have, you know, gotten X, or I wish he would have done, you know, more for me." And if I know that, you know, wow, this is, you know, it was crazy what the other people were offering. It was crazy that he was going to take it, and uh, when he told me those numbers. just, I told him I couldn't do it. You know, I can't, I can't give you this because, and he thought I I was saying I couldn't give him that much. I said, no, I just, (laughs) I can't give you, I can't give you that because it's too little, you know, obviously I know I'm a professional and we, the great thing about real estate rescue is we're also contractors. So when I come in and I look at deals and they're looking to sell the home, I can figure out what my investment is going to be on the rehab side a lot of investors don't have that they have to call on people like me so when i can come in there and i can save money on the construction well i want these people to be able to reap those rewards so we still have to we still have to make money as real estate rescue right uh, or else we wouldn't be able to help individuals out um but we also want to make sure that the person that we're coming in to help is also getting you know what they need. And, uh, with that too, you know, we also relocated that guy. We paid for all his moving expenses. Um, we were going to sign for him. Somehow he ended up getting it done on his own, um, which was good for him. So yeah, we, we become friends and he actually messages me still to this day.
0: Love that. I'm doing work that matters, man. You 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 can you not only sleep at night, sleep very well at night. And you know, people ask me, how, how do you sleep at night? I say, very good. You know, you keep, you know, you're, you always do the right thing. You have to worry about doing the wrong thing <laughs> right. and you always take care of people. Um, and again, it's just, it's just what you do as my good friend Rich would say uh, it's just what you do is the right thing. It's always a good time to do the right thing. Well, I love what you're up to uh, Cody. It's great to uh, to call you a friend now and, and a client and turned you into a podcaster, man. Speaking of real estate rescue, if you're listening to this right now and you want to know more about the world of foreclosure, foreclosure, probate, how to prevent it, how the banks work. Um, I'm going to put a link to Cody's podcast, which I'm very, very proud of. And I know he is too. Uh, Real Estate Rescue, that's going to be in the uh, description of this podcast episode on here. Uh, well, man, listen, I wanted to encourage you to keep up uh, doing uh, doing great work. Uh, I told you that I admire the work that you're doing and I want to I get in the mix. And I firmly believe that's going to happen sooner rather than later, because could you imagine uh, a bunch of people standing up and being able to say, let's just make sure people are better off in general, because we have the tools, resources, gifts, whatever it may be to to make that happen. Uh, any, Any final thoughts for our listeners when it comes to the world of foreclosure?
1: Um yeah just be careful who you're doing business with. Uh there's a huge group that's out there that uh is pushing certain things, wholesalers and flipping contracts and uh you know, we've seen a lot of people that you know, we've lost deals to and then all of a sudden those individuals that we lost the deals to are calling us back saying, "Hey, we really wish we would have went to went, went with you and your services uh versus these other other individuals who lock us up in a contract and then they don't have um, the resources or the expertise to actually solidify and bring this uh, bring this home and you know keep them in their house or be able to sell the house. So that's the biggest thing is make sure you vet everybody. And uh, you know if you guys ever need a second opinion, then please reach out to Real Estate Rescue and we can always uh, make you another offer.
0: Absolutely. Definitely want to know who you're doing business with. Cody, thanks for your time, my brother. Great to see you again. Uh, and thanks for for pouring into our audience here and helping us better understand what we don't know. We don't know about the world of uh, foreclosure. We'll have to see you next time. Absolutely. Good to see you too, man. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Beyond the Story podcast. We sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure to appreciate it. Signing off from the podcast, LaunchLab.com Studios. We'll talk to you next time.